Greetings and citations, ladies and gentlemen. My name is James, aka the Architect, and with me this week we have Jordan, aka Skull Hunter Games, aka the reason why his father left. <laughs> Above me we have Joseph, and then to my diagonal we have Charles, aka CJ the Lone Wolf. A guy who's fucking strapped and ready for fucking Halo next week. For the record, my AKA is like the other half of my name. We have Joe, AKA Seth. <laughs> that's that's where that? Seth comes from. People don't realize that. It's like, Seth, <laughs> that's an unusual thing. I wonder where that came from. But, but Joe's an unusual person. And then we wonder where he comes from, too. And then the look on your face, that look on your face is like, I didn't realize Seth is the second half of Joseph. You're not, you're not alone. Other people have had that same thing. They're like, oh, now I get it. I thought you were like trying to sell Seraph, you know, like the Seraphim, and you just spelled it wrong because you're an idiot. Nope. Nope. No, I'm still an idiot, but it's just it's just Seth. Also, uh, this is our lightsaber that we got from AliExpress. I wanted to show you guys that one now. Oh, <laughs> yes. Be continued. That looks cool. That looks cool. That was beautiful. Oh, it's like it, actually, it looks better on camera than it does in person because the light... So the way it works is that the light is emitted from the mm -hmm. the base. It goes all the way to the tip, and then there's a mirror on the opposite end here, and then it reflects oh. the light backwards. So it's not bad, but the better ones that you get, um, they light up. They have um, uh, LEDs all the way through, and so it lights oh, up more so evenly. It... So it actually looks like shit in person, but it looks great on camera and with the lights out. Um, but this is how it's supposed to sound too. It's supposed to have like the smooth swing. Nice. Yeah, the one that I got. Um, it doesn't do that. I, I just, it just makes one sound effect, which is vroom, 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 vroom. So like so. a Prius. Yeah. What the Darth Vader lightsaber? I have so yeah, the, for like yeah. 60 bucks on AliExpress, these guys aren't too bad. Except turning it off is kind of a pain in the ass. I have to hold it for 10 seconds, and then it's a Kylo Ren quote. <laughs> Wait for it. No, it it was it was loud enough to where it like pitched out over the mic, so it just did not register anything was going on. You heard oh. a little, and that's and it. See that coming, but it's it's Kylo Ren going. The resistance is dead. The war is over. Because uh, it wasn't an AliExpress object until some random ass Chinese like feature that, uh, uh, as a signature. Okay. Anyways, remind me of what I. Right about the, what Darth Revan's freaking lightsaber is supposed to be. Yeah, you know what this podcast is supposed to be? About us. About eh, us and our well, glory. <laughs> or we don't really have glory, but <laughs> we got some glory holes. In fact, let's ask a couple of them how their Thanksgiving was. Jordan, we'll start with you. Oh, man, that's messed up. That's messed up, man. But my Thanksgiving was good. My glory hole was nice and filled. Actually, I did end up playing a game where a sheep was involved. No joke. No joke. Uh, so, my Thanksgiving, we, uh, I'm gonna make it, uh, quick and sweet. Unfortunately, the goat did not have that option. Uh, so, we, uh, we sat there, we played some board games, we had a big feast. It was me, my sister, uh, my brother-in-law, my brother, and my sister-in-law, and Brittany. So, we all just got together as the kids and the family and stuff like that, and we played board games, and there was one board game where you had to, like, trade, uh, wood, bricks, rocks, and goats 
And, oh, Settlers of Catan. Yeah, yeah, it was that. Settlers so, of Catan, so yeah. So we were playing yeah. it, and I got stuck with a goat and literally had nothing else. So I just made the ongoing joke of, guys, I was like, guys, this poor goat has not seen food in days. Can someone please kill him? <laughs> Uh, there was nothing to do, so it would pass around my turn several times. I'm just like, guys, this goat is getting fucked tonight. <laughs> and I kept making the joke about it, making the joke about it, until it got to the point I named them all. They're all in my phone. I named every one of the goats I had. Now I'm not gonna get in that. I'm not gonna get into that because there's some core issues going on right now. The goats aren't happy. But you know what? That's what it was, though. That's what it was, though. But Thanksgiving was good. My glory <laughs> hole was filled. Uh, so what about you, Joseph? How is the your The more you hole? say that, the more I think you don't know what that is. <laughs> it was, it, it's my hole to my opportunities. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll go There's with that one. There's something more dirty. <laughs> Give you a hint. It's not golf. <laughs> hey, speaking of glory holes, Joseph, how was your Thanksgiving? <laughs> Uh, I just actually before uh, before that I, I I like Settlers of Catan, uh, but I have a very specific gimmick when I play that. I I play the role of the Brick Baron, and I'm not play. I don't play to win that game. I just mm -hmm. play to hoard all the brick and just try to uh, uh, hold leverage over that. Mm, can I interest you in a brick? No. Perhaps I should introduce you to my favorite director, Stanley Two Brick. I like that Phineas and Ferb freaking meme where they just. They just had a freaking people trying to sub bricks as a toy. Oh, the <laughs> well, the worst part is is it sounds pretty accurate. I'll say if you live in Minnesota, bricks were toys. Anyway, Joseph. How was, how was uh, okay, so I, I can answer the question, but I am in Canada, and in Canada, Thanksgiving oh, is in October. That was a few no, months ago. No, no, no. Be yeah. American. Be American. What? 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 Okay. <laughs> well, well, see, I'm. I. I'm. I like america more than I like canada for a lot of reasons but i think canada has it right on this one because visually the leaves are just starting to turn color and they're all falling off the trees and it's colorful and it's like it adds to the cornucopia vibe of thanksgiving so i th i think i think this is one point for canada over the united states i just Fair. i just that's it I, I will say i would agree with you except for the fact that thanksgiving has become like a landmark in my life because once thanksgiving's over it's christmas christmas time has begun I will say, because um, Halloween is like the big October uh, celebration, so yeah. November has Remembrance Day, and nobody gives a shit about that. But um, it does at least fill the you know the gap of November. So, so I will say that. But as far as like how it goes, I mean, these days all we get to do is just you know me, my, my girlfriend, my brother, his girlfriend, and then uh, my parents. We just have a, uh, a small dinner and. And, and, and catch up. And I don't see my parents as much these days because I uh, got the hell away from them. I mean, I moved out of the house. So it's slick. I think, I think that the, you know, the, the, the lack of, you know, um, uh, proximity to them is what enhances a lot of these uh, Christmas dinner, Thanksgiving dinners. They, they, it's much more worthwhile because, you know, you really want to get together and make a count. Plus, everybody has to use all their A material, too. So, you know, all those jokes I've been building up between uh, arrangements are all ready to go. Skip Thanksgiving where I live here in freaking North Carolina and just go straight to Christmas for some weird reason. Not even the food? I mean, people still celebrate it, but it's like all the stores everywhere just go straight to freaking Christmas. Yeah. 
Dude, that's I wish Warplays would do that. It, it, it's so it's it's been happening for the past few years, but I think last year with uh, a lot of people being locked down, I think we saw Christmas decorations before Halloween was over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we saw a lot of that. Um, I mean, our Dollar Generals and stuff like that were literally mm-hmm. all filled up with Christmas stuff. Um, Walmart was filled up. I don't know if you have those in Canada or you know wherever <laughs> you Nada. pretend you're from. Uh, but <laughs> uh, but you no, know we have Walmart's we, and some of them are even clean. Well, what? That's, that's that's another point for Canada then. Wouldn't be surprised if they still have Toys R Us in Canada. They're coming back. Uh, by the way. I think we have a couple. Yeah, I think we. I'll do, say don't do. don't what act like don't. Don't make fun of Joseph. I mean, he has to get back to his job at Blockbuster tomorrow, right? Leave him alone. <laughs> there's like one and of those Blockbusters in the States. Michigan so. somewhere. Yeah, no, no. Oh, like, sorry. Like Washington, Oregon, something like that. One of those flyover Western states. Um, Shoot, what was I going to say? I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, I ate uh, approximately a dozen and a half worth of deviled eggs. So that is where my life is at. Dude, we forgot also, so much about Thanksgiving. Like, no doubled uh, eggs, no cranberry sauce, no stuffing. We forgot a lot. <laughs> I deep fried a turkey. It was phenomenal. I look like I'm thinking falling asleep on the camera. Also, Don't fall asleep. Also, uh, tell us about your, your attire, James. Oh, me? Yeah. I wish to hear about. So, funny story. This is actually last year's Christmas Eve pajamas. So every year, me and my wife get matching PJs. Ooh. And last year, I wanted one of those like dad pajama sets with the button-up shirt and all that. And so I got it. Wow! Alex warm, but the polar bears are upside down. Matching, <laughs> matching pants to suit. Um. Yes. But that's okay. <laughs> It's an old navy shirt. Don't. I mean, it's it's inaccurate no matter what because yellow, you know, yellow, polar bears are standing on land, so you know. I'll say land. Yellow. They're, they're Australian oh, polar bears. Oh yeah. uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, don't yell at me. Yell at the Chinese kid who was forced to make this. <laughs> whoa, facts, but whoa. <laughs> oh, sorry. I get I get a little too real, and all yeah. of a sudden everyone gets a little angry. You know, cancel uh, culture is still a thing. Calm down. <laughs> yeah, well, we're canceling the wrong things anyway. Oh. You're Speaking right. of things that are probably being canceled, how about Jump Force? Have you guys heard about this one? Nope. <laughs> so there's I this game. I did. There's this game that came out a couple years ago. Um, it had basically every anime, manga, like every major character you could think of, between Goku, uh, the dude from One Piece, all like basically name a character that's prevalent. He was in there, Naruto, all of them. It was a fighting game. And people seem to enjoy it, at least from what I've heard in my personal circles. Well, it came out last week that starting at the end of this year and going into next year, they will be deplatforming everything and shutting off online servers. Um, Bandai Namco have not explicitly come out and said why, but many people close to the source have speculated that it had to do with licensing issues. And mind you, they, like I said, every anime, manga, like everything prevalent, right? Okay. They had a character from. So that's a lot of different licensing, and that's probably a lot of money to keep up with licensing. Especially when your game didn't do as good as you thought it would. Because from what I'm seeing here, it 
was expected to be like potentially game of the year, right? Mm-hmm. And it was anything but. It was average at best, I think, when it comes to sales. And unfortunately, average was not what they were shooting for, nor was it what they budgeted for when it comes to these licensing. And so instead of getting rid of characters, which I think would have been the wrong move, they are they're just uh, shutting it down. Which we're also seeing with uh, Dead by Daylight, which, has, I, which I know is in Jordan's warehouse. They're not shutting down or getting rid of characters, but uh, what was it? Laughter this month? You're no longer allowed to buy the Stranger Things pack? Yes, uh, you can no longer buy it, and I think they pretty much gave us everything it had to offer. Um, they t- removed the maps. They, I think they still have Demogorgon in there. They have the characters, just, and you can just, use the characters you, you buy them anymore. You can't buy them anymore, and they yeah. didn't get rid of the maps associated with. Basically, they there's they didn't renew the licensing to it, and so they're ceasing sales, which mm-hmm. makes sense. So I don't know why in Strike Forces instance they're deep platform. I guess that would still be sales. Uh, and if you have the game, you can still play it, just not in online mode. That's a sad thing because I I only remember that there's a bunch of characters. That people were actually excited to be able to play as, like, freaking Johto, the guy from Fist of the North Star, I think, was in that game. Yugi and Kaiba from Yu-Gi-Oh, which is the only reason why I was even interested in that game to begin with. Um, you had Dragon, And you had Dragon Ball Z and One Piece and Naruto characters in there. And I think the guy from Death Note was in there, too. The name of him. Yeah, yeah, I was just, he, yeah they are. Because uh, I just I was just looking at some footage of it. And, uh, yeah, it was uh, like Yagami and uh, Ryuk. I think that's how his name is said. <laughs> But, uh, so, yeah, sorry. No, I, I was just uh, waiting for your prompt to be like, what are our thoughts? The, yeah, that's, that's basically what it's, what's going on. What are you, what's on your brains about this whole thing? Um, I'm assuming none, I haven't played it, and judging by what you guys have said and or reacted to, I'm guessing neither of any of you. I've never heard of the game even existed. No, I only because we, you know, we, we share news articles in the late in the in the week leading up to this that I was exposed to it. There there is a previous like jump themed game that I know about, which is Jump Superstars. That was a two D Smash esque platform fighter ish kind of game, and I think that was like a like, Game Boy Advance or DS. Uh, my gut's telling me DS, uh, but my gut is also telling me I didn't stir the tomato soup effectively, or whatever. So, two things stick out to me about this. The first um, is what when we're describing how there are limits to uh, licensing permissions, say for like the Stranger Thing, uh, Stranger Things, and it reminded me of a game that probably set the bar for a lot of these other games and put pressure on them to model this. And that game is Fortnite. Fortnite has a new offer every five minutes. Yep. Uh, you, you'd be hard pressed to find a character on there that you don't identify with at some point. Sarah Connor, like Terminator characters are on there. Uh, Marvel characters, they're, they're, they're there. Uh, Tomb Raider, it, it just goes on and on. And, and, yeah, yeah, and, and, and conditioning um, sets in. So those players, they know to expect that. They know that these characters are going to be there and then it's a limited time, you get them and then, and then that's it. 
And so there is somewhat of an understanding between the player base and the and the licensees as well as the, the the development. So that's the standard. And I think a lot of other games are struggling to make to come up with that standard because they don't have the install base that Fortnite does. Um, my second point as to why I think this game really struggled is because it's it's a it's a it's a convergence of a lot of properties, but these are all mangas and animes these are properties that people watch there is correlation between people who watch animes read mangas and also play video games pretty you know a, a, a pretty significant overlap at that i'd be i'd be surprised if there's actually any exposed sides on the venn diagram frankly but i it, i think it's pretty difficult to talk that many people into into this when they're already used to not playing the game to get this. You know, imagine if they put all the resources in this and turned it into an anime itself, or to a TV show, or even a movie. Yeah. Just this huge crossover event. That would have been huge. That would have been epic. And that could have actually increased more demand for this game to say, man, we watched all these all these people beat the, the piss out of each other for like uh, uh, for like two seasons. Let's make this into, into a game. Because I think a lot of people who maybe aren't even into anime they like they kind of know a character here or there. Like I was pretty big into Yu-Gi-Oh. People are big into Dragon Ball Z, uh, JoJo's, and and so on. So they watch that. Everybody gets riled up for it. Starts creating demand for this game, and then the game comes out. I think that might have been a healthier um, through line for, for 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 all of it. So at least they were building off of a you know a pre-established property um, rather than try to. Yeah, really go go in blind and just hope that it works out. And I'm sorry to say that it didn't because it sounds pretty badass. But that Dragon Ball Z survival game where you run for your life against Cell, that looks pretty... <laughs> at least they're still taking risks. Yeah. I was looking at the wiki. There was also characters from My Hero Academia and Yu Yu Hakusho in there. I think my dude Yu Hakusho. The guy who made that is the same guy who made Hunter Hunter. I don't suppose Hunter Hunter characters are in it. Are there? Yes. There are? Oh crap! Whatever you say, that shows. Better buy the game now before you You're you're you talk about loose opportunities. You're about to lose a big one. I'll say talk about FOMO. Am I right? Oh, guys, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not listening to anything you said. I'm trying to figure out how to get my jump force. So. I think we're all kind of on the same page here, but speaking of uh, FOMO that Joseph's going through, uh, I kind of want to talk about uh, NFTs here for a sec. Ooh, my favorite topic. So we bring up the fear of missing out, and that just reminds me of the fact that NFTs are real things that are worth real money, and people know this, and they're here to stay. Mm -hmm. There's no denying that. There's no arguing that. But there are people who think it is funny i being one of them someone went through uh i forget the guy's name but the the everyone's seen them the chimp uh nfts mm -hmm. they all like different funny ones someone went through the website and right click saved every single one of them and called it a heist and it was some of the results were hilarious and the owner i see if i can find it real quick the owner of the chimp nft things actually messaged the guy who did it um and sent him probably the greatest uh the greatest dm on twitter 
<laughs> he got the greatest D. <laughs> yeah, so this dude, okay, he's not the owner. I think he's just one of the guys who owns one of the NFTs. actually bought one of the NFTs. Okay. Um, I don't don't know for how much, but usually most of them go for a little over one Ethereum, which is between six to 8,000. Mm-hmm. So just keep that in mind. The DM to this person who did this heist says, you think it's funny to take screenshots of people's NFTs, huh? Property theft is a joke to you? I'll have you know that the blockchain doesn't lie. I own it. Even if you save it, it's my property. You are mad that you don't own the art that I own. Delete that screenshot. Oh my god. <laughs> I thought when you were telling me this was the greatest thing, I thought that the guy had a good humor about it. Like you, like he thought it was funny and he wanted to kind of congratulate him for making a point. But no. He's protective of his ownership. I respect that. I, I, I respect chimp. like being... Uh, being like defensive, like you know, I hey, don't. That's not yours. You know, you shouldn't do it. But in the same sense, though, he all he had to do was literally download an image, take a screenshot. Like, do do everyone understand? Like, these people with their NFTs think that's all there is. And the worst part is, they can probably scam out a lot of people by just doing that. Like, I think that's the worst part is like the whole things with the cards. So one of uh, one of my uncles are into it. Like, he, he's over there buying these cards and stuff like that, uh, these digital cards and stuff. He's doing that, and he, he's collecting a bunch of them and stuff like that, and he's so into it. But when it's all said and done, I can literally just save the image, post it back going, Guys, look what I got! And, you know, get the same thing out of it. So I'm just like, really? Is it is it really that big of a deal? Like, if we can sit there, take a screenshot of something and say I own it, probably not a good thing to own. <laughs> money? You can't print cards. money. What? Well, you were talking about cards. I thought you were talking about things like these things. No, no, these no. are like online digital cards. It's a picture, like, like all your, like imagine your profile picture. That's that could be an NFT, like stuff like that. It's yeah. just like digital oh. art or digital something with digital significance. Um, but I just see like girls post it on Twitter. It's like, it's funny when you talk to a, uh, an NFT bro and you're just like, oh, so they're digital beanie babies, and it just. I mean, it's just funny. Still not wrong. <laughs> that's in this day and age. That's what they are. They're just digital beanie babies. Yeah. That who actually still collects those? Not like, many people. Like I go to the garage sales and they're always there. Like no one's going through. They're going, mm, I gotta collect them all. I never saw the guy there going, I gotta sniff through these little babies and or not babies, but the like little dogs and stuff to try to find them. Like never saw that. Never saw that. I see guys over there with like looking at like uh, different metals and stuff like that. Like going, hmm, this was made in 1920. I was like, dude, I don't care. <laughs> like I'm, I'm people trying to collect every single Pokemon. I only need four more to get the freaking normal decks you get in the freaking base game of Pokemon Brilliant Diamond. And then I have to freaking beat the Elite Four on that fucking bitch, Cynthia! I, I don't know if PBS is doing Antiques Roadshow right now, but I just picture like 10, 15 years from now, Antiques Roadshow people show up with NFTs. And like, yeah, so uh, this uh, this particular chimp, it, uh, believe it or not, it went through Drake twice. Uh, yeah, and it's, current, it's currently valued at uh, uh, 0.8 uh, Ethereum. <laughs> So, um, I I learned about NFTs uh, on on this show. This show was the the catalyst for it, and and I still am enthusiastic about it. 
um, it's it's amusing to watch the very artistic uh, trials and tribulations that it's going through in the same way that, you know, um, the early days of uh, Bitcoin. I don't know if uh, any of you are right up on that, but some um, some some fans were pelted with some um, um, fecal matter uh, in in the, in the emergence of, of cryptocurrency. Um, I, I remember when I was first learning about cryptocurrency, um, I, I went to this seminar, guy tries to explain it to me, and he says, so sign up on Quadruga CX and I'll send you some Bitcoin. So I signed up on Quadruga CX, the guy never responds. Um, so lesson learned, be a squeaky wheel. And then I later find out that the the owner of Quadruga like faked his death and the whole website shut down and he made off with, with, uh, all, with all the cryptocurrency that was saved on it. So one way or another, I wasn't destined to have those Bitcoin. But there are so many crazy stories like that of this emerging technology and it's growing pains, something that they have to go through mm -hmm. in order to stabilize and identify what the issues are. Um, and it brings me back to what was one of my original concerns, which is how do you quantify value? How do you quantify ownership? And it's, and it's still the easiest thing to do in the world if you actually have, you know, homemade physical media, uh, like a painting because you can actually see the brush strokes, you can see the actual work involved. And, and that is still the standard. So I think if there's more of an effort put into helping people recognize the work involved of something, it helps to uh, understand the, the value of the work. Like the, 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 what is it, the, the punk things, the punk images, the chimps, mm -hmm. I mean, the chimps don't look bad. They, they look like a cartoon that could conceivably be on Nickelodeon. It's not awful, but you know, it's not the kind of painting that you see on the roof of, a, on the ceiling of a cathedral. You know, yeah. There's certainly a lot more work that can go in, into, in, into it. So, so yeah, so I, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out how to make NFTs work. And the rule that I have right now is the same rule that I have when it comes to cryptocurrency, which is if it's something that I can generate passively while I'm doing whatever it is that I'm doing, that I'm, that I'm totally on board. That's why I use Brave web browser, Brave generous cryptocurrency. I get about 30 bucks USD after a year's worth of use. I turn that into Bitcoin and, and away I go. So with NFTs, uh, I, I have a, an account on OpenSea. I actually haven't oh minted it yet. Um, but when I'm editing audio and I notice that every now and then I'll see an audio track that looks like something like a sword or, or a creature, mm -hmm. I, I clip that and I post that, that image on. Not a lot of work involved, but I'm not really expecting much out of it anyways. Yeah. But that's just that's just the, the philosophy that I'm taking with it is how can I, you know, um, extract work or, or value that I've been creating whilst I'm living my life and put that into the NFT space and see what happens to it. That's 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 my that's been my approach to it. Um, I, you know, credits to those who are on the frontier of it and are, and are, and are trying to uh, make it work and expose it for all that it can be. Because I still remember what we talked about when we first talked about NFTs and the potential for digital ownership, mm -hmm. you know, really being able to take command of all of your own uh, assets, characters, and your, you know, the character and your games, uh, your digital homes and all of that. So, yeah. But bring on, I love the criticism for it. I have never seen people be so scathing for anything in my life. Like some people, it's like, NFTs, they're bad for the environment. They don't provide any oh, value yeah. whatsoever. They're a complete waste. There's, there, there, it's just stealing it's, it's it's total theft. I don't get it. Subscribe to my subscribe star. That's what people are like. <laughs> yep. I mean, yes. you're you're not wrong in any sort of way. 
Uh, but I, I think it's so weird with the NFTs because, like, I, I understand for the most part, like, the NFT. But it's like you were even talking about, like, how can we make, like, the things we do in our day-to-day lives or even, like, working at our day-to-day lives, how can we, how can we make that into an NFT? Like, how can we get value out of that? And like, and I run through that all the time because then you think about, well, I could do something like a YouTube thing or a, a podcast thing, but that's not an NFT. You're not, that's not the same thing. So I, I think about that a lot too, like, you know, but I'm also still trying to learn like exactly what an NFT is. And that's like, and I know what it is and I understand what it is, but how does it work? Like ownership like you were saying with painting you can see the strokes um it depends on who made it you can test and some people put their actual blood into the painting some people will use uh certain paint at the time with actual fruits and stuff and that's what causes a mildew in it like there's so many things that uh people do to can tell like something physical so if i sat there i have a first edition of uh, screen mask let's say i have a first edition screen mask it has the fucking saliva in it from the guy who wore it okay there we go but that's not nft but that doesn't have to be because that's already individualized exactly you know, so, so like, you are you already own it you have a record of it so you don't there, there it doesn't need to be um yeah, you don't need to have it on NFT. Part of the problem is that, so let's say, for instance, we were to make a movie um, and we and we filmed it entirely in VR and people have to wear, you know, their digital costumes. And so I have to download like a texture pack. Now, I could turn that into an NFT if that were an NFT to begin with, ideally. So this texture pack is the same texture pack that we use to shoot this film. Um, it was used for a total of like 62 hours and there's a history to it and you can see the time that was spent in it. Uh, that, that's, the, that's the idea is that we're looking for equivalency with something in real life. I mean, if, if it's in real life and it's getting the job done, you don't need to make an NFT out of it. Although I'm sure they'll try anyways. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, that's, that's definitely interesting like in the NFT part. And by the way, because we're going to cut to the wide shot here, um, James had to go. Uh, so... It's just going to be the three of us doing it now. Um, James has some things come up. He uh, had to go get milk again. He um, he keeps running out of that milk, guys. <laughs> he's a growing boy. He needs, uh, he needs his calcium. He got his uh, he got his little onesie on, so you know what? Oh, I'm sorry. Two-piece. He has his two-piece, so you know what? That little boy's growing up. He, he's going to make it. He's going to make it. Um, the topic of picking up milk, freaking, I found that I guess that I'm freaking lactose intolerant. <laughs> And I found out the freaking hard way because let's just say I spent quite a bit of time in the bathroom this past Saturday. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that, but you just gave me an idea for a premise where like they're like a safe space or like one of those like ultra progressive schools. And says, I'm lactose intolerant. And what do you mean you're intolerant of lactose? At this school, we tolerate everybody no matter what. And then the person has to drink the milk. No discrimination! Does that mean I'm going to stop eating anything that has dairy? Fuck no. No, no dude. Like, I, my, my sister, uh, so fun fact, my sister and brother is lactose intolerant, and they will still tear up ice cream. Um, they'll still tear up cheese. Like, it doesn't matter. They don't get the special kind. No, they, they don't care. They take stuff for it. They're like, nah, it's too good. I already said if I become lactose intolerant, nah, I, I just have to work around it. And now everyone's like, what about diabetes? So I was like, well, if I get diabetes, I guess I'm going to have to follow that. <laughs> but I don't eat much sugar. So if anything, I have to worry about getting diabetes where I have to intake sugar. So 
that I uh yeah, yeah. That, like because of the whole lactose intolerance thing because uh, I figured that since apparently this stuff helps my stomach that's why I got this giant fucking thing of ginger ale with me <laughs> sponsor me freaking people so so I'm going to destroy your hopes and dreams right now with ginger ale so the soda ginger ale does not actually help with lactose it makes it worse because of carbonation ginger helps Fuck. Ginger helps, but ginger ale doesn't because of carbonation to ginger ale. It's a um, it's a placenta placento. Is that what people? What I'm thinking like when people go on trials and stuff like that. I don't. Uh, I don't want you to have to make this uh, this error again. The placento or placenta. No, no. I, I'm, I'm saying placento the... because placenta is for a woman. But placento isn't even a word. No, what is it? You were closer to you were closer to placenta than which, from what I understand, actually has health benefits to it. But yeah, anyways, you can eat. Um, it. The word you were looking for was placebo. Placebo. Thank you. Yeah. But yes, yeah. it's it's supposed to have a placebo effect to it. Uh, but ginger will help. Ginger will actually help the aftermath. But the reason people say ginger ale is because if you ever took a bite out of a piece of ginger. Mm, no so it does help but it's not a i'm you should definitely do that after eating some pizza cheesy pizza no no and if i'm wrong about it please let me know in the comments but now, from what i from what i understand is that ginger rail i mean they say it's made from real ginger but i think it's a cheat where there's like a few steps between the filtration process and yep. the actual ginger it's like no. oh yeah i know it's it's a fr it's a figment of a ginger root uh, mm -hmm. we, uh, uh, um, uh, Miles, he goes around to all the uh, sushi restaurants in town and picks up those ginger packages and puts the ginger packages in a, in a big thing. Um, so you're better, you're better off just, just like, yeah, like ginger tea. That's how I do it. Just yeah, like good ginger thing tea. Is, good thing is, me and my brother split a pizza the other day because we were home alone and I had one ordered through DoorDash and brought it to my house because my parents were away. And um, I was perfectly fine. I didn't have any issues that when I ate the four pieces of pizza. Thinking, I was just when I had ice cream one time from work. That figured that's when I was, you know, in the crap for a bit. I'm going to blow your mind right now. Like this is going to just blow your mind crazy. Maybe you're not lactose intolerant. <laughs> Maybe you just I mean, had some bad ice cream <laughs> or bad food during the during the day. Um, but or some people, some people can like have. Uh, like certain cheeses are made differently and certain uh, ice creams are made differently. Maybe it was just, I mean, I, I don't know. Go to a doctor. I'm not, I'm not a medical professional. Maybe, maybe it wasn't ice cream. Maybe it was a placenta. <laughs> <laughs> that or might've been just thinking that freaking small bottle of freaking vodka and like thinking, thinking of crown my parents, maybe drink on Thanksgiving coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Charles, let's just add up reasons why you're probably not lactose intolerant and you shouldn't be eating placentas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we can We have now officially. I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just oh gonna imagine goodness. just like wandering around like hospitals. Be like, excuse me, are you done with that? <laughs> you, you, you walk up into some lady's room and be like, hey, by chance, <laughs> are you still using yours? Because daddy gotta eat. <laughs> I'm gonna look at the Mr. Beast's video. I wonder if there is, if there happens to be a video where he's done that. I'm gonna get ten thousand dollars for everybody who's willing to give me their placenta. 
We're Mr. getting so no. far off topic. Freaking since James left. <laughs> hey, you know what? You know what we're not off topic with? Um, let me. Tell, tell us your Thanksgiving. Yeah, besides the alcohol and the fake lactose intolerance, how'd your Thanksgiving, bruh? It was pretty good. I got to spend the whole day with my girlfriend, and I helped her make freaking the best green bean casserole I've ever had in my life. Nice, nice. That's what I like to hear. Uh, I helped my parents put up my Christmas tree. Nice. Did you guys go for a uh, classic, like, white, green? I guess classic green, or did you guys go, like, a white tree? It's one of those Christmas trees we've had for years that you could get out of a freaking Walmart or something. We've had it for, like, forever. You could get a white Christmas tree at Walmart, too! <laughs> I, I just, I I just like need to know, is it white or green? Green. Okay. All I want to know. This is like putting some of the freaking things we have for that thing on there because I have my freaking, some of my old ornaments that I made when I was a kid. Like this one Santa that I made out of beads. And there's also the Destiny 2 bulbs I've had since the game came out that I bought from GameStop. And we still have a bunch of other old ornaments that we've had forever. And we also have a, a bulb from, that's um, from a, a, um, college football team, Syracuse Orange. And our basketball team that I grew up watching. It's like one of my favorite bulbs on there, especially since my grandmother passed away, and it was just weird not having her there. That was Thanksgiving and everything. Dude, that's... so in a way, the 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 bulb is there to help commemorate her. That and a bunch of the other stuff that was on there. That, and also, that's but, nice. And because of how freaking shit this year's been from my family and everything, that's why freaking everybody, all the adults, freaking decided to take a shot. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, let's get drunk, folks. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> I, 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 have to say, I, I, I admire that like you know each of the ornaments have uh of significance mm. like our family we just have like a bunch of random crap that we've had for like 15 years it's the same little, thing the little glass bottle of vodka my mom made me drink she even filmed me doing it it's most of my freaking re facial reaction everything at facebook and this thing t literally tastes like freaking hand sanitizer in a little, little glass bottle yeah that actually about checks out yeah i mean you're not wrong so before yeah. I, I hate to I hate to tell this story, but I'm old enough now, so no one come after my family. Um, so I was drinking when I was like 16, uh, and I stopped I mean, I drinking. Man, I graduated, so yeah, I I didn't wait, but I did it in a safe place. I did it at home uh, with adult supervision. Uh, but uh, I found out that I have an alcohol tolerance as high as my mother, and my mom can drink people under the table. And so I, everyone was doing shots. Everyone was, it was New Year's. Everyone was doing shots. Everyone was doing everything. Like we were doing uh, vodka to crown to just drinking beers all, all night long. And everyone woke up with a headache. Everyone was like puking. I woke up, got on the Xbox and started playing. Like <laughs> I had no effects from it. And I started to feel buzz because I was sitting down for like six hours. And I stood up. I was like, oh, I think I'm feeling it. I think I'm actually feeling it. No, I wasn't. I wasn't feeling it. I was just, I just finally stood up for the first time in six hours. But um, no, I was feeling it after thinking what little I had. Jesus Christ, freaking vodka and then crown afterwards. What the fuck? See, if if my mom wasn't in the condition she was in, she would be able to definitely drink you under the table. <laughs> you can play about a couple shots. My mom will do shots, and I'm going. Cool. I'll drive home. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> let dad, let dad, please. <laughs> mm. 
She takes my mom didn't know how uh, how bad jello shots were. And we'll move off alcohol uh, topics, but my mom didn't know how bad jello shots were, and she ended up like having like six of them at one time. She didn't know if they were effects. She had one being like, "This is nothing." She had another, had another. They were given away. She had three more, and then about twenty minutes later, she, she they're according to my dad. They go outside, and it was like. A light just flipped on in my mom. She was immediately going like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah! <laughs> my mom changed into a different person and a switch after everything hit her at once. And dad's like, finally found something that'll do that. Jello shots, because they come up on you so slow. But, um, but yeah, so I'm happy your Thanksgiving was going good. Now, uh, you were talking about, like, you have Christmas ornaments that, you know, memorates the family and, like, different special ones. Joseph, uh, you were saying that you guys only get, like, plastic uh, ones, but do you, did you ever make, like, ornaments growing up, like, for your, with your family? Do like, certain ones that are special to you and your family, and if so, do you have them? No. <laughs> <laughs> that was, you know what, I appreciate the thought that went behind that just to say no. <laughs> My, uh, yeah, my family, um, uh, not pointing any fingers, but, you know, some of us, uh, are just not into the whole, like, family bonding, uh, thing like the, in the, in the holidays. It was a miracle that we got together for a family photo. We took, we're like, we have, we went to a Sears, you know, a recipe Sears. And it was one of those, one of those awkward photo studio shoots where, like, <laughs> Like we were like sitting down and we had to like put our hands on each other. Uh, it's oh god, it's the most cringe photo. Were you wearing taken. matching outfits? For the love of God, say yes. Not matching, but like all Close. with on the yeah, like okay. in in yeah uh, in in theme. Um, I just okay. want to tell you like I I know we're like we're it's not quite Christmas time yet, so maybe I should be saving this for a more of like a Christmas themed episode. But whatever. So I told one of like the craziest lies. Uh, I didn't mean to. It just it ter it turned out to be a lie. So. And when I was in the ninth grade, uh, I want I was campaigning to leave our Christmas tree up all year, and we would just turn it into more like an occasion tree. So like if it's Valentine's Day, we'll do Valentine's decorations for uh, for for October. We'll do Halloween decorations. Um, my parents, of course, uh, shot the idea down, but not before I wrote about it in a like a in an assignment for grade nine religion class. Okay. And so my religion teacher, she she looks, she reads the report, and she see, and she looks over to me. And she's like, "All year round, huh?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, all year round." She's like, "Huh, huh." I wonder if she thought I was like a <laughs> disgusting liar or not, or if to this day she actually thinks our weird family puts leaves a tree up all year round. I think it's kind of a neat idea. I, I just... so you're you're not in the weird spot. So I did that. I 100% once I moved out on my own because I love Christmas. I went, you know what? Christmas tree up all year. It's going to stay up. So I got away with it after Christmas. It went to about March. I was still working with Amazon. So I just kept using the excuse, guys, I have no time. It, it carried on the whole way. And I would have been able to keep it there. I had to give it up at Halloween pretty much right before Christmas. Had to give it up before Halloween because of one reason. 
I never changed the Christmas lights. <laughs> so there were just Christmas themed, Christmas bulbs, everything on the tree still. And I just I just had to be like, okay, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Let's take it down for a bit. Let's have normal household. Kevin invite my family over. Like, guys, come on over. And the first comment, they wouldn't be like, nice to see you again. Why is the tree up? <laughs> that was the only question <laughs> I would constantly get is, why is the tree up? And so I'm surprised they even asked. They'd be like, "How are you this lazy? It's been no, all year." I was I was able to just pull it off with working like the 16, 80 hour work weeks. I was just able to oh, pull God. it off. Going, I was I'm busy. I'm busy, guys. What can I say? And um, so I finally had to wrap it up. And then we got back out. But now I told Britt, I was like, I want a tree in our bedroom to stay up all year. No ornaments, just a tree that's up all year. We did it. We got it. It was perfect. I loved it. And then the tree almost caught fire twice. <laughs> so <laughs> it, uh, we stopped. <laughs> so I had one of the smart outlets. Well, the the pin, the the middle pin wasn't all the way in the smart outlet. It was broken. Did not know that until I kept seeing on my phone, like, malfunction, malfunction. I'm like, I don't care about this. I turned off notifications. Well, turns out I probably should have paid attention to them because the malfunction was, hey, something's wrong. Might want to check. Yeah, so uh, it started uh, catching fire. It started melting the plastic in there. And uh, luckily I saw it first. I went, oh my god, tree! So we got it. It was good. Plugged it back in the wall normally. Forget the smart stuff. And plugged it back in the wall. Working pretty fine. Uh, light blew out. Okay, that's fine. It happens. Um, during one of the times we were cleaning that room, though, we yanked on a wire, so there was a live wire exposed. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we, uh, kept smelling smoke. Didn't know where it was coming from. We just kept ignoring it. Found it. <laughs> it was a tree. The tree is still intact to this day. It's in my storage locker in Kansas City. Um, it's there. <laughs> and yeah, smelling smoke, uh, um, it, it the whole idea of like using smoke as a warning signal was kind of ruined in Canada because we had these um, these commercial series called uh, Part of Our Heritage. <laughs> it's just it's just like highlights like different parts of like Canadian pride, like oh. um, uh, like the invention of basketball. And one of them was this brain surgeon who I can't remember her name of, but um, at the beginning of it, like the the, the husband and the, and the wife were in the kitchen, and the wife goes, "I think I smell the toast is burning." And the husband says, there's no toast burning. And then the wife starts having a seizure. But most people are like, we're watching like the Red Green show on CBC. So we're not, we don't really have a concept for like, you know, serious medical conditions. And so, and she has a look on her face where it, her, well, it's just her acting wasn't too convincing. She's but <laughs> a whole generation of kids just cracked up at them. So there's a whole generation of kids in Canada who they hear they they hear they, they think they smell smoke or somebody smells smoke and like, all right, you're not having a seizure, we're fine. Yep. So yeah. my my partner at work because I had one partner I worked with and he, I only use his uh his nickname and his name was Grizzly, and he would constantly make that joke all the time. Like we'll be on the radio talking and be like. Hey man, checking the uh, checking North Quarter. He's like, copy that. If you smell uh, if you smell toast, let me know. <laughs> I'm just like, because there's no cameras over there. So he was just like, if you smell toast, let me let me know. And I never understood that until I asked him one day. I was like, why do you keep asking me that? It's like, 
Come back to the front desk. I'll let you know. Get back to the front desk. He's like, you're having a seizure if you smell burnt toast. And it was no toast. <laughs> I went, okay, gotcha. And so whenever one of us would be super tired, I would just be like leaning back going, you smell toast? I smell toast. You smell toast? And our safety guys would come in every day at 5 a.m. And we would just go to them. Do you smell that toast? And he, first day he was worried. A week later, he wanted nothing to do with us. Because <laughs> it was just like, I'm done with this. I'm done with this. But when the other guys came in, though, they were down for it. They were like, man, you smell like burnt toast today? I was like, dude, it's strong today. <laughs> and then one of us would be like tapping our foot. I wonder what all this means. Let's go to Alex Jones for clarity. The, the toast industry that just want everybody to, 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 to buy toast because they to warn people and say everybody needs to know what yep. toast smells like as a part of a seizure prevention. <laughs> Hashtag buy toast. <laughs> so I never understand why they took him. Why they moved him from like everything. It's like the dude's freaking just ranting about stupid shit that I'm pretty sure nobody takes serious. But that's just it, people. No, seriously. no, that everyone started taking him seriously. People were actually listening to him. Yeah, and oh, people that's... still do it to this day. I mean, people I, I mean, are listening I, I actually, to him religiously. I, I, I would listen to him. My, my thing is, I just sometimes it seems too good to be true. What he's saying. Yep. Like the the idea that you know there's there's a subset of Americans that are really trying to you know, take back that side. They're more like the 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 the. the for lack of a better term, the fu side of America. I love that part of America. Like the, the so there, there's a side of that. I don't know. For, for me, it was actually just like it, it. It just it did. I didn't feel like I was getting like um the 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 the, the side of the story I needed to hear. Mm -hmm. But man, do I support the shit out of what he says. Like if if his if what he said was true, I mean, it would be a great but terrifying world. Um, but. In the same sense, too, though, Alex Jones is a uh, is definitely one I would have a conversation with. Like, I just I want to know how his mind thinks. Like, he I and it's it's he seems like such a weird guy, but I like weird, so I would dig it. Like, I would be like a Stewie Theroux, uh, one of the documentary guys. Uh, I would just be like him. I just I just want to dig into his head a little bit. Alex Jones seems like a weird guy, uh, but. I do want to pull us back in a little bit more on the uh, the gaming uh, podcast. So there's been some stuff going around. Uh, we have messed this podcast up. So James, <laughs> just saying, this blows up. We need you gone. <laughs> You'll be replaced. <laughs> um, but I so think of gaming stuff. Now, you'd probably know about this, Joy, because you and I both freaking like Halo freaking nuts like crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, people have been go complaining and bitching and 343's just been enjoying it because it's part of the freaking plan apparently. How freaking Halo Infinite's freaking um, progression is complete and out of shit. And the, um, the people are saying are complaining about how the microtransaction shit is really freaking really bad and everything. Okay, so that's actually going to be one of the things I want to talk about. So um, Halo right now has, uh, has some issues going on at the moment, but so does Call of Duty. So, real fast, Call of Duty has been working on Warzone, has not fixed any patches, have not fixed anything else for the new game that they released this year. It's called Vanguard. They haven't done anything to it, and now we have top-tier competitor call of duty players moving over to halo including people like tim the tap man dr disrespect and so many more a lot of the phase guys they're all moving to halo and because activision is not getting their stuff together 
Now, with that being stated, though, I real fast want to know what are you guys' opinion? Like, what can Activision do to get their to get their guys back? Because it's not going to be an update. They can't just update and say we fixed it. They can't just do that. We need because Battlefield right now it got released and it's dead. It's already like no one cares. No one cares about Battlefield right now. Halo yeah, actually, that's what I wanted it. to ask you about because I saw. I mean, I'm watching um, the the ads for it, and I looked at it and I think, oh, wow, they've just tried to rip off mm -hmm. Call of Duty. Yeah, like, big time. To to the point where you know a sensible guy like me just straight up calls it a rip off. It it, it tried to go for that like arcadey um, one foot in, one foot out of reality yep. vibe that I noticed in a lot of the Call of Duty advertising. And I was, and I, I don't know, I guess I always viewed Battlefield as a little bit more of a somber game. Not like depressing, but like a little bit more grounded, a little bit more of a, a, a of a reflection on, you know, violence and stuff like that. Not yeah. much so, but I don't know. I, I'm, I, I was surprised to see the direction that they went with it. And I'm not surprised to see that it's not going very well for them because I don't understand what player base are they appealing to. The Call of Duty fans, they got their games. And some of them are moving to Halo now. Mm -hmm. Then the Battlefield fans, I don't know how they feel about this. It seems like, oh, great. So you guys are just making Call of Duty now. Fun. That's been the number one complaint right now is uh, Battlefield has made their game. And for those of you who don't know, um, Battlefield made their game. They announced at the same time uh, Halo Infinite got their uh, date release. They announced it the same time Call of Duty announced that they weren't going to release a game. Um but and then a week later, because of this announcement, Call of Duty also releases Vanguard. So this was going to be the year that Call of Duty, Battlefield, and Halo were releasing top-of-the-line games. Battlefield has made a major mistake, and you, got, you can watch videos on it, you can do whatever you want, but I'll pretty much just say it right here. Battlefield has tried to recreate Call of Duty in the worst way ever. And remind you, this game was supposed to also be from mobile because they're trying to get their Battlefield games onto mobile, and they've completely destroyed. It's like a, it's not even like a PUBG either. Like it, they've honestly just, I think they rushed it, and they went the wrong image because obviously they, you can't just say they rushed it. They released the game. They rushed it because hackers are everywhere. You can't play more than three games without running into a hacker, a glitcher, whatever. You can't do that. You have better luck getting in the war zone without seeing one at the moment. They have completely made Battlefield a modern day, actually in the future, Call of Duty. Because it's 2024? I'm pretty sure. Or, or no, 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 it's 2042, yeah. So they just made that a newer age Call of Duty. And I'm not happy with it. I'm, I'm really not happy with any of the games that launched except Halo Infinite. Halo Infinite, we only have the multiplayer right now, but the multiplayer is there. They took that extra time, and that's one thing I want to say. They take in that time and focus on the production, focused on how can we fix it. And they released the multiplayer before they released the campaign. I'm not being biased because I love Call of Duty more than Halo, but... Halo got it together. Halo learned. Now, when you compare Halo's infinite uh, multiplayer to the other ones right now, honestly, that less amount of hackers goes to Halo Infinite. The structure goes to Halo Infinite, with Battlefield only has four game modes at the time, and Vanguard only has three. That's Team Deathmatch, 
free for all and search. No, it doesn't even have search. Never mind. It has a van. It has team deathmatch, free for all, and domination or hardpoint. One of those two. Those are the only game modes they have. Halo. I'm not sure how many they have, but no one's complaining. Even if it's just team deathmatch, no one's <laughs> complaining. For a game that's not even fully out yet, no one's complaining about it. But different health hackers, but in, in aim bodies, but I haven't seen. I haven't ran into any of them yet. As and, as I can that's, tell. and that's the biggest issue right now. These guys who play competitive, these guys who want to play a game and actually have fun, they can't do it on Battlefield. It's filled with hackers. They can't do it with Call of Duty because it's filled with hackers. The only one that's not filled up right now is Halo. Halo's the only one that's not filled with it. But what, what do you think Activision and Battlefield can do to get their, uh, to get their guys back? Like, if, do you think there's anything that they can do to get their guys back to playing in their games with a simple update or a simple bug patch or maybe a DLC? Like, is there anything you guys can think of? They can just pull what Outriders did and just fix, fix all the issues and somehow still be able to have people playing that game. Because I still can't believe Outriders is still th going. It's Call of Duty, if you can... Honestly, they should have just skipped this year. <laughs> So I think uh, I think my answer is something that has to do with that. So because a Call of Duty game comes out every year, mm -hmm. I think they'd have a better shot at um, looking out their roadmap for the future and seeing if they can come up with a game that's tailored a little bit more specifically to them. You know, take the L for now uh, and start working on a new game that um, is optimized, uh, has uh, up to code anti-cheat measures mm -hmm. and is you know really intended for for multiplayer um for uh, for for long term i think one of the struggles of the call of duty franchise is that because the game comes out every year um although i guess you know what is it uh warzone is more like a like a stable game mm -hmm. you can, it's been out for a few years and you just you just keep warzone, on playing it warzone you know, Halo Infinite. in 2016 I think. Oh yeah, yeah. that's uh, even more uh, uh, um, longer than I thought. I thought it was like 2018, 2019. Yeah, let me let me look. But anyway, so I'll, I'll just finish my point by saying like Halo Infinite is out, and I don't think there's going to be another Halo game coming out for a while. Certainly not a Halo game that's going to replace that. So I think that is the most important thing here is that for a player to understand what they have to commit to, Halo is going to be the game that they know they're going to be waking up practicing on that. Could there be patches? Probably. Updates? Mm -hmm. Switch some weapons around? An expansion? All that seems reasonable. But what they don't have to worry about is a Halo game coming out next year that they have to redirect their, their attention towards. I think people get burnt out on having to uh, get into a whole new game. Yeah. Um, especially for especially playing it competitively. You know better than anybody. I just remember that they said that they're going to be supporting Infinite for quite a while. I know that. Oh yeah, they de they definitely will. And um, to real fast, I was totally wrong. Um, Warzone released in 2020, but Modern Warfare was yeah. released in 2019. And I'm thinking early days Fortnite. That's what I was thinking of. That was released around 2016, 2017. It was released 2017. Um, but I mean, they've been putting so much focus into Warzone right now. They're not doing much good. But like you were stating though. What company had more time to focus on a game, to give multiplayer, give the pro gamers something to look forward to and something that feels right? Halo. Halo and Battlefield should have been the two of them that had that time to put it into that. 
to put into the multiplayer. Let's be honest, Battle Royale's multiplayer is really what's taken over gaming right now. Look at Fortnite. I hate Fortnite. And I've said this many times. I hate Fortnite. But you know what? I give them a round of applause. Because there's not a single guy who plays Fortnite saying... They don't do anything. They don't update. They don't do this. They don't do that. Like, like we were talking about. My complaint was the opposite. They, yeah, they just add too much stuff in all the time, and they they're constantly adding in things, and and it's not just viable content either. Like they do things. They have concerts for crying out loud in Fortnite. Like they they go above and beyond for their fan base, and they have such a wide variety of a fan base. So Fortnite takes the takes a dub on a lot of things, and I hate. I hate Fortnite. I mean, I've said that many times. I hate Fortnite, but Call of Duty shouldn't have released the game because now they're at this point. Battlefield should have done better, but Halo, when you see all these big guys moving over the Halo, you kind of have to look at that. But also with that being stated, in the competitive realm, that means when they all move over to Halo, there's going to be tryhards and there's going to be more cheaters. More cheaters trying to kill Tim the Tatman. More cheaters trying to sit there and um, do the renegade on Dr. Disrespect's stream. Like, we're going to see more of that whenever this game continues to go while Call of Duty sits in the background. And you were right. Call of Duty really needs to take, a, take an L right now, work on what they're doing, especially now they're trying to revamp their company after the situations that happened this year with the... Uh, uh, with the ball cr bar crawls in the office, like they they need to take the L right now. Stop working on other people's games. Stop working on everything. Take the L right now. Focus on their game. Focus on their number one selling game. Focus on that. Halo right now. The biggest issue people are talking about with Halo is like uh, Charles was saying the progression. Right now, everyone's mad about it. Here's the reason why I agree with the progression they're dealing with. Call of Duty, you hit max level before the season's over. You you complete the season before you even get halfway through the level. Call uh, Halo's trying to force you to play so much more to unlock stuff, and they're trying to make you play so much more so you get the you get the ups to it. And if there's a, something you want in there. They're trying to make you play more to it. Now, they said they're going to fix it. But if they do, they're not going to fix it by much. People are used to getting things handed to them. Play one round of Call of Duty. Unlock the next Battle Pass. Awesome. Play another round of Call of Duty. Unlock the next one. Yeah. Halo? Nah. And I love it because they're making you play the game. Like, right now, I want to hop on and play because I, I want to get this unlocked. So, they're doing the right thing. And if you are good at the game, you'll be on top of the board, unlock more points, get more experience and stuff like that. You you will eventually get it. And if you play a lot more, you will get the stuff unlocked. So, and I know that was a big thing for you, Charles, is like the progression system. Like they they said they're going to fix it. They said they were going to fix it day one. And they haven't done it. And I think personally, the reason they haven't done it is because the full game's not out yet. And they can kind of see what people are doing. People might be upset about it, but are those yeah. people still playing right now? And I think they're going to see those people are still playing. They're still unlocking it, but it's slowly. So when they sit there and release that and gives you like a 25% more uh, XP in progression, I think they're going to do something like that just a little bit more so you notice the difference. That's it because... They want people to play. It's like TikTok. Mm. It's like YouTube. They want people to stay on their game. The more people that stay on their game, the more money they get. 
I'm just gonna say personally I would have liked if they just did it the way you can just level up the parish 